welcome to the Modern MBA podcast with Marie Kerwin and Kristen Rossi. Our mission is to help MBAs coming from, going into, or merely considering more unorthodox career paths. We're a community to find inspiration and share stories. Today's show finds us talking to Trevor Guile, who transitioned from a career in the Canadian Royal Navy, moved to Estee Lauder, did an MBA, and is now working with Deloitte as a senior consultant. Just to start off, if you can tell us a little bit about yourself, your name, where you're from, where you did your MBA, and why you did your MBA. Sure. So I'm Trevor Guile. I'm from uh, from Canada. I grew up in Halifax, which is on the East Coast. And uh, I did my MBA at the University of Warwick in, uh, in Warwickshire, Coventry, in the UK. And uh, one of the reasons why I decided to pursue an MBA was to really get more of a rounded understanding of the business world and really to connect with you know, others my age in a professional setting uh, that was a little bit different than my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of Warwick, you know, having been from Canada, I, uh, I think there's a lot of value in studying abroad, even you know, to live abroad, to work abroad, uh, just because it gives you different perspectives from others on life and how to see problems, how to tackle problems. So that was a big draw for me. Mm-hmm. So if you could walk us through your career path, um, where you started out, I think the Royal Canadian Navy, and then where you are now. Sure. And so when I was about 17, I, I joined the military. I went to uh, Royal Military College of Canada, which in the UK is, is called like, Sandhurst. Um, mm-hmm. So I did my studies there in business. And when I graduated and got my commission, I served as a logistics officer in the Navy, like you mentioned, for, for six years afterwards. Uh, you know, in a range of different roles from purely operations on a ship and a deployment in the Indian Ocean to more of support from an admin perspective or from a supply chain procurement in, in our headquarters here in Ottawa. Um, and I also, you know, in addition to, to working, I chose to study a, a, a master's in supply chain and operations management while, while I was in the military. So that gave me a you know, a neat perspective in terms of uh, the theoretical notions of, of logistics to go around with along with my operational experience. Mm. Because I think for me always, the military was really good at giving you exposure at an early age to really complex problems, leading, you know, teams up to, I think one team I was running was 50. Um, mm. So it really puts you in that place from a young age and teaches you discipline and how to mm. tackle problems in a very logical way. And, and certainly, as you'd know, it, you know, it enforces a bit of a hierarchy uh, <laughs> in terms of work structure. But I think for me, uh, it was never a long-term plan. Like, I, I don't think I ever saw myself serving 25, 30 years in the military. Mm. Right. So a bit of my strategy to to do the master's was to think, okay, in addition to the experience, you know, what what can I complement with that to kind of move outside the military? And and people tend to say, well, how did you go to where you went next? And when I left the military, I went to Estee Lauder in Mm. Toronto, which is a cosmetics company. So you go from military to cosmetics. (laughs) Um, But I was merely just just wearing the cosmetics. I wasn't doing the... (laughs) I'm joking. I was doing, doing logistics. Um, so yeah, this, this is very similar. 
very mm-hmm. similar concept, right? Like you're moving people or supplies, and in, in, in Estee Lauder, you're moving cosmetics. So I yeah. saw there to be quite a lot of similarities and parallels in terms of the structure, in terms of the, um, you know, the organizational structure itself and the work and, and having objectives there. So I thought it was a, quite a good fit. Mm. And then after that, I chose to do an MBA, which, you know, led me to the UK. Um, and after that, thinking, okay, well, I, I really enjoy problems and I like logistics and I like things with a, you know, a start and an end. <laughs> How can I translate that into helping other problems, right? So I thought, okay, consulting would be fantastic for that. And mm-hmm. uh, after doing my MBA, that's kind of where I set my focus. And now I'm at Deloitte here in Ottawa doing operations and strategy consulting with the public sector. Did you have any reservations on going back to school and doing an MBA and possibly switching your career? And if yes, why? No, I think I'm a bit crazy in that I like to study a lot and uh, I like to keep learning. So um, I don't think there was any reservations, honestly. Once I decided I was going to do it, that that was it. Mm. Um, In terms of apprehensions before that, I think like when we're talking about the notion of changing careers in general, like the military, and I would argue in any country, really gives you uh, a nice blanket, right? Like they give you a nice support network and um, they pay you a nice salary and they really take care of you, right? They give you challenging work, but they take care of you. So to get Mm -hmm. outside of that, uh, I think that certainly was a challenge and, and, you know, dealing with situations that were not quite as hierarchical and you know even now where i work as opposed to a top down i work in a in a, in a matrix organization right so even today i have a tough time picking up the phone and, and calling folks because i think it's it's not in the right lines mm. right? <laughs> so. yeah that's interesting that's, that's yeah. really interesting uh, actually we were talking yeah. with with someone yesterday and they were they were talking about the again, the hierarchy and how we'll go on to that later, the challenges, but they were kind of saying that's kind of a challenge that they've faced was um, just the, the hierarchy and the military is so defined. And then you go yeah. out into the, the, I guess, civilian worlds or the, you know, the corporate world. It's a little bit grayer. Yeah, absolutely. What was your MBA experience like coming from the Navy and what benefits or challenges did you face? I think at the time I did my MBA, I was removed from the Navy for for about three years, three and a half years. Mm. Um, so I, I would say that a lot of my perspectives on uh, workforce challenges were complemented by the fact that I was able to have worked in the private sector as well. Okay. Um, so if anything, I would say that was a that was a good thing that I had had a different perspective. You know, things don't have to be black and white; they can be gray, like you said. Well, I think one of the big benefits, and I'm sure you both agree, is, you know, coming to a group of, a large group of folks with different backgrounds and perspectives is really, you know, it helps you open your mind a bit uh, and yeah. see things your way and have people challenge you and, um, and really force you to think about things differently. And I don't know about you, but even today, I still keep in touch with folks. I'm just messaging one today on on one of his issues in Guatemala, like he runs a fruit and vegetable export company but yeah i think the really strong benefits were the networking and forcing you to think about things differently 
you know, it's it's funny because I have a small business that I run in Bangkok and, and every once in a while, I'm, again, I'm calling someone from the MBA. What do you think about this? You know, maybe they're based <laughs> in Asia. Can I run this by you? What do you think about that? And, yeah, um, it's free consulting, so, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it's really valuable. So, Trevor, how do you think that the corporate world kind of um, perceives or reacts to um, recent MBA graduates with a with a military background? Can I split it into two questions? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, I think the perception of recent MBAs is one thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's uh, the notion that recent MBAs are young folks that are coming out that really haven't, this is their first job and because of that, they should be in a certain place within the company, which is quite different mm-hmm. than a recent MBA that has X amount of years of work experience, right? Mm-hmm. So I think in the corporate world, unless you have gray hair, um, you're, you're thought of in a different light, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, that combined, like I would argue in some ways, the military has a really strong reputation. Mm-hmm. I think in the UK and the US, it has a stronger reputation than Canada. Um, but I think there's just a notion that, okay, you, you're smart, you're, you're diligent, you're dedicated, you're loyal, you're, you know how to do things in an organized way. Like it's, it's kind of like this box that they put you in, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, and the opposite effect is you're very rigid, you're a disciplinarian, um, <laughs> you like authority, that, that type of thing, right? So there's a bit of a mix. I've got, um, you know, I've got both sides of the coin, but that being said, I've found personally that even before I did my MBA, um, the network that I've leveraged has been from the military because it's, mm. it's like a family, right? So um, even here at Deloitte, there's, there's folks that I was able to connect with through the military. Mm. Uh, and we do a really good job as a company, I find, of, of supporting that. So mm. I think the MBA combined with the military, to kind of wrap up your question, is it was really beneficial. Mm. Right. Like a powerhouse yeah. there, military together. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it sets you up well, but that, again, that's perception, right? You have to deliver at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, that, that really makes sense, especially um, what you're saying about the, the military network. I can really see how that would be, um, how that would be very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um. What about the, I guess, like the challenges that individuals face when they transition out of a career in the military? Do you think that there are any kind of like common challenges that, that people tend to run across? Well, I, mean, I just speak from, from personal experience with my own friends, right? Because I have these conversations quite a lot with them. And I find yeah. uh, there's just a lot of fear in the unknown, right? As a public servant, mm-hmm. uh, you can't really get fired. Uh, your, so your job is secure for X amount of years, for, you know, could be for your career. You have a nice mm. salary that you can rest your hat on. You get nice benefits and you get good vacation. So really like that, that in itself is, you know, if I step away from that, well, what, what else, no, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to, right? Like there's a lot of unknown that, that people deal with. Yeah. Um, I notice a lot of them move right to the public sector. So they take off the uniform, but they just go to the next cubicle. <laughs> in the same office mm. uh, which to me is not really you're not really changing your scene at all you're just you're not being deployed anymore yeah, yeah. Uh, so i find yeah the risk of uncertainty um is that's like a, an individual thing that folks deal with and for me personally i 
I find that if you want to make something work, you just make it work. Mm. So I struggle with it on occasion, like you know, we both. I think we all do. What the future is going to hold, and mm. is this the right thing for me? And how do I go about doing this? But I think if you make good relationships in the places you go and the company you're in, and do a good job, then I think you, know, you can form good relationships and kind of move yourself forward that way. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah and I guess it kind of goes back to what you were saying um earlier as well which is kind of that that kind of cultural shift between um working in an organization like the military and then um transitioning to the the corporate world yeah 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 I think one of the things too that I, I find sometimes innately is in big organizations uh, sometimes you have uh, innovation is is repressed a little bit just because there's so many layers to go through whereas i find in a private organization where it's revenue driven profit driven um, there's more incentive for people to come up with ideas and to do things and pursue them and they get support for them Mm -hmm. Um, even now like with deloitte if there's an opportunity in the market that you want to pursue nine times out of ten if you put a business case you'll be supported to pursue it Mm, yeah so sometimes even there that's a that's a shift for me too right because no one's telling you to do that you have to seek it out and you have to do it yeah it's kind of taking that very proactive approach and yeah like you say yeah. kind of identifying your, your own opportunities yeah exactly yeah whereas you know public sector tends to be sometimes uh, and i've seen it here is you can't make a decision unless someone says you can make you can do x or y <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that kind, of, that kind of stifles the innovation a little bit absolutely it, you know, it, it makes it more of just a nine to five than something that you can invest yourself in. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And what about um? What about the skills that you think have crossed over in, into your roles, kind of post-military, both your role with Estee Lauder and then your your most recent role as um senior management consultant with Deloitte? Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel there are any skills that were a good crossover? And um, were there any skills that you really sort of felt I need to improve these for the for the corporate world? Um, sure. Yeah. So I think me personally, I can be a bit blunt at times. Um, I think in the corporate world, that's you need to soften that on occasion, right? It can be good and bad depending on the circumstance, but, uh, you know, being direct is not always good for everyone. Um, right. so the, like understanding your audience, understanding how to motivate people and how to inspire people, um, whether it's up or down the chain. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so certainly that's one thing to always work on. Um, but in terms of the takeaways that were, were good, I find the military is really good in its structure, uh, having a plan, being organized, which to me translate to any, any job, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so in consulting, it's particularly relevant and in terms of leading teams, managing teams, delegating, which I, I see a lot of folks, you know, they struggle with time management because they're not able to delegate work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the military is really good because it's just naturally built that way. Um, delegation right yeah and empowering others to do things and get them done so our final question is just about um kind of tips that you'd have for current or prospective MBAs coming from a a similar background to yourself is there any advice that you'd give them just one strong piece of advice is uh and I know it's hard to say but have a have a loose notion of what you'd like to do Mm. and so Mm. if you have a bit of direction on where you'd like to go and and what that means, it just gives you a head start. And a head start in the sense that you, you're you able to tar- target the right people to talk to, you're able to build the right networks, you're able to 
you know, get yourself into the right companies or study things that are interesting for you. Whereas if you don't, and there's a case to be made for both sides, that if you go in with an open mind, you can find out what you need and what you like. Um, Mm. You have a loose notion and you can kind of pursue different things here and there. And and you both did the same. Um, For me, it's the same thing. Even with the NBA, I like sports. Okay, I want to do something with, with sports. So let's see where that leads. I mean, even if it's not permanent, it kind of lets you just test it out with low risk. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and I guess too is, I mean, have it, and this might not be for a real promotional message, but have a real hard think that, that is an MBA the right thing for you? Like is an MBA going to take you where you want to go? Mm, yeah. Cause that's something critical to think about too, right? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think especially in this day and age, I definitely believe in education and, and, and pushing yourself and learning. And, but I think there are so many different ways to do it. I think in the UK, it's becoming quite popular doing an apprenticeship or you know, doing more hands-on learning. Um, there are lots of alternatives. So it's true. I mean, I don't, I don't really want to just keep this in the recording. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, an MBA is not the, the end-all be-all. There, there are other options, absolutely especially when you if you come from like a sector or a background where an MBA is kind of the done thing I do Mm -hmm. think you know there's a danger in kind of almost sort of sleepwalking into it like oh this is the next step and this is what Mm -hmm. everyone does and and it's a huge you know both financially but also the time and effort it's a huge commitment to go into if it's not something that you feel really passionate about and that you also have a plan for how you're going to use it as well yeah yeah, absolutely. Like, especially if you plan to change industries, right? Like I find if you're changing industries, you're starting at the bottom, regardless of if you have an MBA or not. Mm. So yeah. now I don't, I don't really know, you know, just because it seems like so many folks have them nowadays. Right. Yeah. So mm. to me, the differentiator becomes your experience. When people yeah. talk to me, it's not because I have an MBA. It's because, well, I have knowledge of this industry or this situation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's really true. And one of the, I guess, one of the other kind of recurring themes of the conversations we've had as part of this has been, I guess, like realistic expectations and understanding that if you switch industries, yeah, you know, it's probably not going to be going straight into like a director level position or you are going to potentially have to make a sideways or even a a couple of steps backwards to to get where you want to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's, and it's hard to paint that picture, too, because when you're in it, you think, well, that, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's really funny because I think everybody comes in talk, talking about their next promotion after the MBA. And you think, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trevor, this has been brilliant. I think that's all of our questions. I really I particularly enjoy our, our kind of like military series that we're doing and speaking to people from that kind of background because it's just so different from anything that I've ever known so it's always kind of fascinating to, to hear your stories well, thank you it's been it's been a nice chat as well I really enjoyed hearing from Trevor I always find that people with a, a military background um, have such interesting stories to tell I also thought it was interesting um, that yet another person is talking about having realistic expectations post MBA particularly if you are shifting careers and doing something quite different to, to what you were doing before it seems like that's a, a really important theme yeah definitely it's, it, it's come up in so many conversations it, mm. it's really it really is interesting to hear it 
I also found myself, this is kind of a, an odd thing to say, but I found myself wishing when I'm listening to, to Trevor that I did a stint in the military. <laughs> um, it just seems that I feel almost envious because it seems that they, with the background in the military and the MBA, it provides you with such a great amount of discipline and knowledge to make a big impact mm. in business. Yeah, that's true. And I guess you have, um, I guess you have such big kind of like high stakes responsibilities relatively sort of early on in your career as well. Yeah, absolutely. And my, my brother, and you must be sick and tired of me saying this in our personal <laughs> conversation. My, my brother was a, was a Marine and, uh, or Semperify, he's always a Marine, but he went in, went in at 18 and he came out at 22, 23. And it was such a big difference in him when he came out and it's given him so many life skills to make mm. a good start in life early on in life. And again, make that valuable impact in society. Yeah, no, absolutely. It must be a, a really kind of transformative experience. That's all for today's Modern MBA podcast. I'm Kristen. And I'm Marie. And until next time, goodbye. Bye.